0: I wanted to talk about health care. I wanted to get a chance to talk about the funding of health care, how health care works. You know, it's been a long time. Everybody was like, remember when it was Obamacare, 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 the Affordable Care Act? Well, then what happened? It kicked in. Then it was going to get thrown out right away. It was going to get thrown out. The minute that Donald Trump came into office, they were going to eliminate o- Obamacare. Well, what happened? You had the Republicans, had the Senate, they had the House, they had the presidency, Obamacare is still here. The big question is, does it go far enough in many ways? Are there needs out there that aren't being met? Dr. Brantella is an IMA doctor. He's with the IMA doctors, and he's someone who I've heard on the radio before. uh uh, on the east side here on the kfgo radio network and i've listened to him do radio interviews and and for my money very well spoken when it comes to details and details like this so i asked him to come in and he was willing to do that doc good to have you on news and views
1: yep thanks for having me
0: i want to talk about a 24 year old okay i want to talk about a kid that just came out of college with dead up to their ears okay where does this country sit with them today in terms of making sure that they're provided health insurance
1: right I you know and this is a uh, kind of near and dear to me because all of my kids are between the ages of 21 and 26 kind of in that age of trying to find themselves and that sort of thing. but what we're finding is that age group is falling behind as far as health care coverage. you know they sometimes parents can't keep them on their plan, can't afford to or whatever. so these this age bracket is getting left behind as far as health care and insurance and stuff like that. And the, the statistics are very clear. This is the highest uninsured population that we have. So
0: I thought that that basically, at least while they were in college, they would be covered through the Affordable Care Act.
1: Right. I mean, w- when, they, w- when this went through, they allowed uh, people to go, or the kids to go through to 26 now. And they didn't necessarily even have to be on college anymore, which is a great upgrade. But I do have a lot of patients, friends that just can't afford to have their 20-year-olds still on their policy. And so that's kind of where the, you know, and I'm kind of, a, and and my patients make fun of me and the people that I know make fun of me. I'm, as a primary care provider, a big, I think we should have universal health care. I get maybe we're not quite there yet as a society. However, bringing the age up to 26 where all these kids are just covered under one, you know, one payer would be at least the start.
0: Well, I have a brother-in-law, as you know, in, in uh, the medical field for years. He's since has retired, and I don't think he's going to get mad at me for saying this, but he points out how America is in such a different place than other uh, countries that we compete against, quite frankly, uh, in the world marketplace. And he said our healthcare system, the system, the people that provide it, top shelf. The way we provide it in terms of funding it, just the opposite of what other countries have proven can work. And so I don't think that you're a lone person out there saying that we need to look at how to reinvent our healthcare.
1: Right. I mean, I think most of my patients are fairly happy with their healthcare plan, although you know they oftentimes butt heads and you know preauthorizations and stuff that that our insurances are denying. But for the most part, people are happy. It's just um, I, I think that the age group under under 26 uh, is kind of getting left behind a little bit. And you know, if I was going to be a a politician or something like that—that that would be something I would I would bring up. Okay, let's let's if we're not going to do universal health care for everyone, let's start at some ages where it makes sense. These my daughter's a 25 year old entrepreneur on her own and about to get off my insurance plan within the next year. What do I do to help her out?
0: So let's talk about that because it would it would seem to me that. 21 to 30 in that age group, where people would say, "Okay, they're they're adults now. You know, they're off." Right. That that age group would be the the cheapest to provide insurance for.
1: Correct. Right. They've I mean, they're got, not... they've got most of their immunizations. They're generally healthy. Um, I think they're falling behind as far as you know, primary care providing and uh, you know, health and mental health, especially mental health since COVID. Um so that age group is very vulnerable. And if they don't have insurance, they're not gonna go out and seek, you know, seek care for that.
0: So you said something that jumped out there, mental health, especially since COVID. What have you seen?
1: Oh, I mean just the social isolation, um, and just having to deal with maybe losing your job or changing jobs or you lost a loved one to COVID or something like that. Have happened. you seen more
0: people dealing with depression? Oh gosh, yes. Really? Oh.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, and my uh, my clinic has just, uh, the amount of mental health we see has just gone up. And I, unfortunately, am not equipped to handle a lot of the needs that some of those patients that I've seen have. Really? Yeah, and and getting them into a professional, especially around the Fargo-Moorhead, is very tough. Sanford, as an independent provider, cut us off, said, well, unless you're a Sanford provider, you we, you can't refer to psychiatry during COVID that's changed and now they've opened that up but it was very frustrating you know we're kind of on an we we're on an island during covid
0: mm-hmm. well i mean people go to you i mean you're successful at what you do obviously at ima but the, the the point being you see such a broad range of people throughout that and so to hear that how do you ever sit down and talk to them i realize that you're not their counselor i get that right. but you understand them You 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 visit with them they end up counting on you in so many ways how big of a role does social media play in a lot of what we're talking about here do you do they ever bring that up i'm getting beat up on facebook i'm getting beat up on twitter I've, you know instagrams i mean th- these different uh methods that people can use to bully i mean how much are you hearing of that
1: i, I mean it it's it, I, that's probably one of the first conversations we have you need to put down your phone um, I'm not, I loved Twitter for a while, but had to get off of it. I, had, I haven't been on Twitter for years now, just cause it, just the, the hate and the, the stuff going back and forth was terrible. My, my daughter transferred from Davies to South cause she was bullied. Um, that was tough to go through. Um, I think expectations of your lifestyle and w- looking at what your friends are doing on vacation is tough. It makes people think, oh gosh, my life just isn't what the rest of the world is going through. It's mm-hmm. a tough, it's a tough thing to go through
0: well when you when you look at all of those things and you see how that that weighs into overall healthcare do you believe that that America understands healthcare needs on a full gambit and and by that i mean you know we're dealing with more addiction problems we're dealing with more problems in so many ways But what you just described with mental health, do you think that people still, in 2024, realize that that's part of basic health care?
1: No, no. And and especially men, especially men in the upper Midwest like this, oftentimes don't seek mental health care. They they think, you know, I just need to deal with it. I just need to, I can deal with this on my own. I don't need help. And that's a real problem. Interesting. Uh, Yeah.
0: Uh, let's let's take a little break here, Doc. I want to visit with you a little bit more. You got more time. You don't need to go see a patient for a while. I'm off, I'm off today. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, there's no golf course open. Right. You know right, that, right? right. <laughs> Dr. Brantella, ladies and gentlemen, with the IMA Doctors, the reason that I asked him in was just because I want to talk to him about that age group, that, that young age group that's looking for health care that can start their world off. They're already starting it off in, in big debt when it comes to college, but – you have one health care problem, you're in debt for a long time. Uh, and then the word bankruptcy could follow you around for the rest of your life as well. So Dr. Brent Heller is with us. He's with the IMA doctors, but mostly he's with me today because I wanted to talk about health care. Doctor, a couple of text messages come in, and one says, please touch on the fact that those teens who have chronic health care needs like a, conge- a congenital deformity what happens to those teens once they are on their own and don't qualify for aid?
1: Oh, right. They're the ones that are getting, you know, patients with Crohn's disease, you know, heart issues from a young age and stuff like that. Those are the ones that are getting. And diabetics, especially type 1 diabetics. that During that age, between 20 and 30, they're uh, kind of dropping off the radar a little bit. Somebody texted and said, good
0: morning, good morning, everyone. Coming from Elk Mountain, Wyoming, with love, America should be ashamed of itself for not having universal health care, so somebody agrees with I, you.
1: I, I agree. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, why wouldn't it? Why would it be so hard to have Medicare for all?
1: It isn't. It's it's just a different mindset. I, 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 again, I think most patients are otherwise fairly happy with their insurance. Um, you know, again, between the ages of thirty and let's say fifty, but you start going onto the fringes, and, and, and people aren't. And and I don't have a ton of patients after sixty five who have a ton of complaints about Medicare.
0: Somebody says, Joel, yes, the country could find its uh, fund its own health care if we had uh, stopped being everyone's policeman uh, for the world. We spend so much money protecting uh, every other country that it's just a reason we can't afford health care. Your thoughts on I,
1: that? I mean, there's something to be said for that, definitely. And we're great at treating disease, not preventing it. Okay. And that's why I... I you know, that's end-of-life end, end of life care. If you look at the expense of end-of-life care, it's huge.
0: Somebody says if someone is 24 to 30, they should be working. And if prioritizing their monies correctly uh, can afford health insurance. Lots of wasteful spending by those young people is what they're getting at.
1: I, I mean, it is so expensive for even young people to get health insurance. When they're just paying off their college debt, maybe getting their first job, um, I mean, there are people that you run into every day who are working hard doing whatever, lawn care, you know, working retail or whatever, that just can't afford it.
0: Um, somebody said Canadians wait over a year sometimes to see a doctor. What if you need to be seen earlier with universal health insurance?
1: Well, I mean, it's, part of that is just a general shortage of providers, which this country has right now. We need to address that as well. We need more. Uh primary care providers we need more p a s nurse practitioners out there providing care uh we're, after covid the amount of uh, physicians that retired or quit is is quite high
0: somebody said what would happen if we all woke up one day and dropped our insurance coverage
1: that's a great that's a great question I never that's ever right, yeah.
0: I have never once seen that question come my way
1: yeah no that's that's an interesting thing to
0: i don't know what would i mean for you as a provider. I mean, the insurance system is what makes sure that you can keep the lights on.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a little different as a primary care provider. I could say, "Look, it's going to be two hundred dollars to see me for a complete physical," and here's the charge. I mean, I I, I have the liberty to be able to do that. I'm not a hospital or a health system mm-hmm. that has you know ha- has to do surgeries or ER care or stuff like that. So I'm in a little different position in where I'm at for that. See,
0: I don't think his his. Uh Family will be mad at me for using his name, but uh uh Vern Stallman, a friend that I grew up around back home, he was my dad's you know friend growing up, he told me one time that when he was raising his kids, his family, that he never ever had health insurance that he 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 threw the farm if something came up if if there was a health need, you had to take out an appendix that he said I paid for it
1: right you couldn't do that anymore right, right. No. i think my my family were they were looking through some old bills, and I think the delivery cost was like eighty bucks. It was like nineteen sixty two or something like that. Yeah, was, and they just paid. They paid it. It's a lot different. Yeah,
0: I mean, it really is. Uh, how about the availability? Uh, when you look at the people coming, we just did a, a show uh, about how Sanford, you know, the the Children's Hospital here, and how people come from all over the region. You know, is it going to be more of that in the future where where there are just these health insurance hubs? And as far as local providers, you know, Oaks has always had a good hospital. I know I use them a lot as an example, but you know what I'm getting at with
1: the question. Yeah, it's... Unfortunately, these big conglomerate companies and, you know, they want Sanford wanted to merge with Fairview. That didn't go over well with Minnesota. It, everybody thinks it's going to make... Uh, medicine more efficient it doesn't it just increases cost
0: okay i want to ask you this Uh, and i've wanted because the last time i was around you i only got a minute left but why don't you run for office why doesn't somebody with common sense and practical and say hey here's the truth i mean why don't you run
1: yeah i mean my wife who i hope is listening uh we've joked on and off for the last couple of years ago i have uh, about this i have no idea why washington has called me but uh um Was gonna go to Georgetown Med School. So you are thinking about it. I I have, but just very loosely, and it's a huge commitment, especially as somebody who runs a clinic and is a physician who has actually no, you know, government experience other than I would love to just go and help reshape medicine.
0: See, I think a lot of people that's what they want. They want someone with no experience and no they they want them to come in and say, hey. You know, you've been successful. What are you doing? How can you help? So, all right. You know, five seconds. How do they get in touch with you?
1: Uh, IMA Healthcare, 701-280-2033. All
0: right. We'll be back. We're heading to Kansas City right after this.